In this episode, I talk about how I went from being homeless to generating jobs for over 30 employees, six different companies, and millions of dollars of revenue. This is the Ask the BCE Show episode number 13. I'm your host, Kurt Belding. And uh, it was Christmas yesterday, so Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Holidays. I've got some mixed emotions about the holidays. I, in one hand, I think you guys can kind of feel that today. I'm like, I'm super motivated, like kind of like on edge a little bit, right? So one, I love the holidays because you get to spend time with your family, you get to check out, relax. But at the other hand, like I'm not progressing the company and I'm kind of, it frustrates me a little bit because I have to, I have to check out and not progress. Like spent a whole day yesterday enjoying and loving every minute of it with my family, but I'm like ready to go, man. Like. Let's get this shit going. You know, 2019 is almost here. I'm ready to like, I don't know, I'm jazzed up. I'm fired up. I'm ready to rock and roll. My frustration with the holidays is I'm ready to rock and roll, but nobody else is. Not saying you guys is like my team, but like all these other companies are like, we'll be back in next year. You know, we'll be back January 3rd. We all come back to work. I'm like, yo, how are you supposed to get shit done? I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to rock. So like, I don't know. It's kind of a bittersweet, the holidays for me, because I don't know. I'm just ready to get some shit done and I have to wait for people to come back to start working. So um, I don't know. If you guys are live out there, please send me some questions. Give me your thoughts and feedbacks on the holidays too. If like you own your own business, how that affects you guys. And I kind of feel like I'm just sitting here ants, like antsy, late, waiting just with anxiety, waiting. Let's, let's get some work done. Let's do this. You know, let's take over the world 2019 i'm ready to start today but i can't because no one's at work until next week so <laughs> right <laughs> um but happy holidays merry christmas i hope everybody had a good good christmas um one of the topics uh, and again like send in some questions that's what this show is for it's a q a show i'm a blue collar entrepreneur uh i am not a millionaire where you know a lot of people think that i must be rich because i own businesses it's not the truth you guys like if you guys own business out there, I'm right there with you, trying to figure out how to pay bills, working every day, uh, scrapping to get shit done, trying to figure it out. Like I'm right there with you, and I, I just have the benefit of doing this for the last 15 years where I have some knowledge on failure and successes that I'm hoping to give back. So if you own your own business, thinking about your own, your own business, send in a question, or a lot of this is like life skills too. So it's uh, you know there's a lot of lessons in here on uh, life. So if you have questions about life, send those in too. But um, one thing I've been thinking about, we're kind of talking about a little bit is, um, you know, the kind of having some perspective. So like lately I've been super amped up and motivated and I, I want to like just go and like get shit done and expand the business and scale. And you know, what big thing I want to do is open up a bunch more locations. I want to scale our body rival. I want to do a whole bunch of shit. And I'm really frustrated with myself and kind of pissed off at myself because I'm not where I want to be and I want to get there like tomorrow. So I have all this energy and frustration at the same time. But it's not, I mean, it's, it's good to have, to, to not be comfortable where you're at and have that motivation to drive and keep going. But you can't just live there all the time. You, you have to take a, a step back, stop. Look back at what you've accomplished over this last year. You know, here, here pretty soon, it'll be 2019, we're gonna be doing that. Look what we accomplished in 2018. And just today, I just kind of stopped and was like, you know, look what I accomplished over the last 10 years. Let me rewind 
almost exactly 10 years for you guys. 10 years ago, I literally could not afford food. I couldn't even afford how to eat. I couldn't afford an apartment. I was homeless by the, I guess, definition of a homeless because I didn't have a home. Thank God for my buddy. He let me live on his couch for two years as I was figuring shit out. So like literally 10 years ago, I was broke. I had no place to stay. And I was in a bad spot, you guys. And let me, let me kind of back up and like explain to you guys kind of how I got there. Because I know maybe not a lot of people have kind of heard that. Like so when you see someone somewhat successful, right? Like somewhat successful, you kind of think, oh man, that's like instant success. He's successful. He just did it, right? Like it's, he must've got lucky or like he was born into money or da, 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 right? Like you don't see the last 15 years of struggle and work. So let me back up to that moment of me not even being able to afford a place to live. And it all started, I, you know, thank God for my parents. I, I'm blessed to have parents that believed in me. I convinced my parents to help me co-sign on a loan to start my first supplement business, which was GNC. So here in Colorado, I bought half, not even the full business, I bought half of a GNC and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I, I was barely a manager that was owning uh, no knowledge of business. I didn't know shit, you guys. I, I shouldn't have been there. Anyway, like, you know, long story short, that business failed or was failing. Right? It was going to fail. I realized it was going to fail. And I had to make a decision on what to do. My decision was to get out of GNC because I believe at the time the GNC name had been tarnished. Get out of GNC and start my own thing. Well, in order to do that, guys, like, I don't have any money. I took a huge risk and chance. Like, if I didn't make it, my parents lost thousands of dollars and it was putting a lot of stress on my parents' marriage too. So I, it was a hard time for me. I made the decision to quit doing the GNC thing, start my own supplement store. And again, this was 10, almost exactly 10 years ago that I did this. And then part of this decision was I had no money to live. I had to figure it out. So like, I, thank God for my buddy, Corey, if he's out there, I just asked him if he was going to be watching this episode. I hope he is. Uh, thank God for my buddy Corey said, hey, come live with me. He didn't have a bed. It was a one-bedroom apartment. Like, he had the bedroom. I had the couch. I, and I lived on his couch for two years, you guys. Like, sometimes I would wake up, go to my store. And, you guys, I worked every day in my store, 365 days straight. I couldn't afford any employees. Like, I went there and ate protein bars because that's what I only thing I could afford to eat had a protein bar. I worked out in the gym. That's where I showered. Like I was literally homeless, you guys. Like, so for two years of living on this couch. And at one point I made enough money to have my first employee, which helped. And you know, let's fast forward 10 years from then to now. And this is something I have to do is like realize where I was at and how much I've accomplished. So now I own multiple companies. I have about 30 employees. Um, you know, we, we revenue a couple million dollars a year. I, own, I, act, I have a place to live, so I'm not homeless anymore. I actually bought my first house about six months ago. Uh, so, man, in the grand scheme of things, I've accomplished a lot over the last 10 years. And through all those struggles, I gained knowledge that I would love to get back in, here on the show. But, like, the point of the story is, like, it's good to be hungry and always want more and, like, progress. But can't always live there like stop and realize what you've actually accomplished and where you came from and you know from being homeless and not affording food to the place that we are right now I'm pretty grateful for it and have gratitude for uh, what you have right so 
very grateful for what I have right now, but I'm hungry. I'm still hungry and I want more. I want to provide more for my employees, provide more for my family and kick 2019's ass. I'm fucking ready for it. Let's, let's do it. You know, so that's my rant for the day, you guys. Like, be hungry, but at the same time, have appreciation and, and uh, you know, look back at what you've accomplished over the years, right? Right? Yep. All right. Well, you guys monitoring the social, do we have any questions that I can answer for anybody at this time? I got nothing on Instagram. I see some Facebook. Hey, Aaron, I see your comment. Thanks, I appreciate it. I am proud of myself. She said, Aaron Bear says you should be proud of it. I am. I'm super proud of myself. At the same time, I'm really pissed off at myself. So <laughs> I'm proud of what I've accomplished, but I'm pissed because I'm like, and that's, you know, that comes with like uh, knowledge, right? Like, so a year ago, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. So like, I look back at a year ago, a year ago, I feel like I was naive a year ago and some things I didn't know. But now I'm like, fuck, I have that knowledge. Now I'm pissed off at myself and like, I should be more, I should be advanced. And Kayla's on her phone yeah. making a distraction over here. Sorry, it's, it's me. I was trying to make it. Okay. Uh, so, Aaron, yes, thank you. Um, let's see. I have Janet Mahoney asking a question that says, How do you stay so positive when things go so badly? Um, not everything's bad. You know, there's, you got to focus on the positive things going on and realize that some things you can't control. Um, a lot of things are out of your control. So, like, focus on the things that you can control. Things that you can't control, do the best you can with them. But yeah, sometimes go really bad, especially in entrepreneurship. And you have to keep in the mindset of like, whatever problems are here today are not going to be here a year from now. So it's a long game. Again, you have to think about like where you're going to be at five years from now, 10 years from now, even one year from now. So like whatever big problems we have right now, let's just solve them, do the best you can and learn from them. And it's, it's you know, it's going to get better and focus like, Focus on the good things we have going on in the company or in your life, whatever it is. So um, that's my response to that. I think I feel like we got a lot of questions coming across, guys. Do you guys see them? No? Uh, yeah, I got one from D24. How did you overcome your fear of failure after GMC? From who? So say it again. Uh, KT24. KT24 asks, how, I'm sorry, say it again, Reese. Uh, KT24? KT? Yeah, Keeve. Uh, Keeve. How do you overcome fear of failure? After, after the GNC. After the GNC fail. And you guys, that's like one of many failures, just to be honest with you. Like, and that's, I think that's a big part of like how you overcome fear of failure. First of all, like, let's look at where the fear comes from. Like, are you afraid of what people think? You know, are you fearing, like if you fail, man, what are my peer group going to think? What are the community going to think? What is my family going to think? That's one thing like, to address is where the fear is coming from and, and realize no one others, nobody's opinion matters but yourself. Like who gives a shit what other people think? But we get wrapped up in what other people think all the time. That's a big downfall of society. We overspend, buy too much shit, have the nice car and try to get the nice house, nice clothes, the watch because of what you fear other people think. So like look where the fear is coming from first. Uh, for me, the fear came from is I thought that was it. If I failed, I was done in my head. Oh my God, if I fail, I'm done. Uh, there's no other opportunity, no more chances, which is not, wasn't true. So one thing that I realized, and this is how I overcame my fears, like after I had one failure and then the next failure and then the next failure and then the next failure, I realized that the game's not over. You know, like I learned a lot from failure and that's not going to be the end of my business career. It's not the end of life. Like life goes on, right? So 
you, you take the lessons from failure and apply them to your next venture of whatever you're doing and just do it better next time. And, um, oh man, I just kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> um, let me get that back. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, and there's always the next game, right? So like, oh, here's what I was thinking. Sorry guys. Is whenever you're starting your next venture, one thing that I learned was like not to risk too much. So if you're putting too much on the line and you can lose too much, just know that like most just shit that you do, you're going to fail at in entrepreneurial world and business world. One to two out of 10 will succeed. Eight to nine is going to fail. So like when you're ready to make a new step, a new venture, limit your liabilities. If you're risking so much that that's going to kill you and take too much money or, um, you know, stunt your growth or like it just, it'll hurt too much. Don't do it. Limit your liabilities. So like, all right, if I fail and I always like look for like, okay, plan, plan for failure, but like achieve, try to achieve success, success. Right. So like my, my failure plan is like, all right, if everything goes to shit, how am I going to make this okay? And once I have a plan there, actually that really relieves a lot of fear because now I have a plan. So if everything goes to shit, this is what I'm going to do. But after I set that plan, I don't think about that. I don't look at that anymore. Now I focus on the success and making everything successful. So long story, long rant on your question of uh, how do you get past the fear, the fear of failure after failures? Actually, the more failure you have, the less fear you have and the more you realize and understand that when I'm about to do something new, if I'm, if I'm afraid, look at worst case scenario, set a plan for it, and then you won't be afraid anymore. So that's, just, that's the kind of the answer to that. So. Any other um, live questions come across? Yeah, this is from the same direct as Crystal Kikides. Crystal. Yeah. Can you name a person who had a tremendous impact on you as a leader? Maybe someone who has been a mentor to you? Uh, you know, my mentors or someone as, as a leader. Actually, I think that, like, if I would have had a mentor earlier, um, I wouldn't have struggled so much. Because that's the biggest benefit of a mentor, you guys, is like um, they've already done it. They've been through it. So they'll teach you not to do shit. That, like, like I try to mentor you guys, right? Like, Alex, I think quite a few times I'm like, hey, man, you probably don't want to do this because I've done it. And there's, here's how it hurt real bad. It hurt with shit sucked, right? Same thing. If I had a mentor earlier, I think that like I wouldn't have struggled so much. Uh, my mentors now are actually a lot of online people. So I watch a lot of like Tim Ferriss. Uh, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, uh, a lot of those guys. And I get a lot of content from those guys because, man, they are, they have kicked the world's ass so far. And, and maybe that's a lot of a perception of what they're showing us. But, like, the dudes are super successful, and they're successful for a reason. And they're giving out free content, guys, just like I'm giving out free content here. You, why not follow them? You know, and it's different nowadays, like, with social media and content that's free online, you can do that. 20 years ago, you couldn't do that. And you physically had to have a mentor. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think anybody really had a big impact besides me being a knucklehead. And sometimes you guys like humble yourself and set your ego to the side. Like I still find myself having ego saying, ah, I don't need help. I'll just fucking figure it out myself. Right? Like that is not the right approach because I'll give you an example from, uh, what I'm doing at my house right now. So I'm remodeling my basement and then I'm like, I have a car that I just changed the fuel, fuel pump and my, I'm ah, I don't need to hire anybody. I'll do it myself. Well, what took me three months of wiring in my basement, I literally humbled myself and called up a buddy and said, Hey, 
Uh, I fucked up all this wiring, so can you come over and fix it? Two hours. Took me three months to screw it up real good. Two hours a dude had it done, right? So like, humble yourself to know that you don't know everything and you should like ask for advice and mentorship from time to time. So that's a, that's a downfall of me is sometimes I, have to, I always think I can do everything myself and sometimes it's better just to ask and have that mentor. So that's a roundabout answer to that question. What else we got, guys? What do you want to talk about? It's silence. <laughs> Freaking holidays. You know what I mean? I, I love the holidays, but at the same time, I'm like, man, let's get some shit done. A bunch of calls today, and every, the voicemails will return for work on January 3rd. <laughs> you know? All right, well, if there's no more live questions, you guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to the BCE show. Hope you guys had a great holiday. Let's kick 2019's ass. I think our next episode, is it going to be 2019? Yeah. Yeah, so like, this is my last episode in 2018. Let's kick 2019's ass. Thanks for watching the BCE show. I'm your host, Kurt Belding. Please. Go to my YouTube channel and subscribe for all this free content for you. I appreciate it. Thank you.